I struggle with being embarrassed every single day, multiple times a day. Cursed app, TikTok. Guzzle a glizzy, do a little two-step, chug a pre-made cocktail, and get a tattoo. Because I do, <laughs> right? <laughs> Welcome back, girls. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're in your 20s, because we're about to talk about it. Yeah, we're about to heavily hit the 20s. What a, um, <laughs> there's, it's just like a 44-year-old listening. <laughs> I hope you're in your honestly, 20s, girl. When you, when you look at the dynamics. I know. Uh, we do have we a lot, have of, a lot older of older listeners. And which thank is, you to all the parents supporting us. Thank you, mom and um, <laughs> my uncles. I Wait. love it. <laughs> but yeah, we are about to hit um, just how we feel about our 20s, where we're at, our advice. We're about yeah. halfway through. Shit's been going. It's been rocky, but yeah, it has we're been getting rocky. there. But it genuinely, it's getting better. Do you feel that? I would, I would say it's I getting better. I would say better. I'm, it's like really a lot better. And and thank God. Yeah. It, couldn't, it couldn't have gotten worse. I, I was scared it might. It is getting better. So we're basically just gonna rip through some hot topics that yeah. I feel like we really see a lot of. And we're gonna talk about it too because we love to saturate media. The already saturated just yes. resaturate. Put out content with our own that's opinions. already been put out mm-hmm. with a twist. We love to do it. You know that. Um. <laughs> so that's why you're here. <laughs> no, I honestly uh. think it'll be a good episode. This is this no, is the most be excited good. I've been in a while yeah, about we're, doing we're an both episode. Very, very excited. And it, it yeah. was so cathartic to write down yeah. all these things and yes. to think that I would be in a position to give advice to someone else. Oh, is, yeah. You know I love getting oh, up on a high so horse. Oh, that's so narcissistic. I love so a high horse. I, yes. I'm falling and, into that and we're letting it happen today. Yeah, we're letting it happen. We're I also it think happen. it's pretty crazy to look back on your past self and be like, wow. Yeah. I've actually gotten somewhere a little bit. Yes. Yes. What That's a relief. fucking crazy. What a relief. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to um, start off with a swinger. We're going to talk about hobbies. Mm-hmm. And some would say it's not a hot topic, but I would say it is. Mm-hmm. Particularly for women. So oh, yeah. how are we yeah. handling this in our 20s? Uh, I feel like for so fucking long, I was humiliated by my own just existence. <laughs> Fair. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> I genuinely thought I was so embarrassing. Right. And I have seen so much of a change in myself in just the last year. And I think a big part of that was doing a podcast with you, but mm-hmm. also like letting myself do other hobbies like singing or posting on TikTok or I'm trying to think of like, I mean, I do art sometimes, like just like a like yeah. more things. And that was something I missed so deeply about my younger self. Like I used to like get home from school and just like do art until I had to go to bed. Like it was yeah, for myself and it was a passion and I haven't felt passionate about something in such a long time. And so that's been a really cool thing, but it was the biggest hump to get over the embarrassment part. Yeah. Like I did not want to tell people that I did certain things. And I think it sucks because it's like we have social media that's so intense. So it's it's almost like you feel like you can't do anything for yourself or in secret because it's not real or something. And you also have to be good at it. it. Yeah, you also have to be good at it, which is just not true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like taking on something that you're not good at has been the biggest change, like the biggest change in my 20s that has really made me a happier person one time I showed up to um a tap class Mm -hmm. and I was the only one there so Mm -hmm. that you know and the embarrassment of that (laughs) and I'm so embarrassed and then I'm just like hang on a minute it's actually it's only embarrassing if I'm embarrassed right now like you know I don't have to be good at this Mm -hmm. so I was letting myself go and I was I was tap dancing. <laughs> I did do that for a few weeks. And that's that's my take on the hobbies. I think if you have a thought, if you if there's a stirring in your soul to do something, I think you just you do it. fucking do it. You, you sign up it. for the tap class. You know, I've for a while now, and it, it's not February, it's not even close to February, but I want to make beautiful Valentine's 
Cards? Cards, letters. I've loved to do a bit of scrapbooking. It's an inkling in my heart. And I think that that is something that you should follow. And you don't need to be like a prodigy at your hobbies. You just need Mm -hmm. to do little things that bring you joy. And I think there's also this this belief that if you start something, you kind of have to see it all the way through. Like if I start tap dancing classes, then I have to go to get better to one day go to regionals. But like, that's not, (laughs) that's not what I need. You know, I'm just 20 years old and I just want to see if my little toes tap. I don't need to. You're so right. I don't need to, I don't need to go to regionals. I don't need to make the best. You don't need to go to adult regionals. No, I don't need to do that. (laughs) You just need to go out and show up for yourself. And show like, up. literally yeah. show up. That is the fucking hardest part. You just have to show up. And like, honestly, if you can find something that you can do with a buddy, that helps mm-hmm. so much too, obviously, because I feel like, I mean, just this with you, there were so many days when I would be like, I'm so fucking embarrassed. Right. I can't show up for this today. And then you have that little Con- like accountability compa- compa- accountability yeah partner. compatibility and accountability Comba- yes. both yes and she's like hey bitch just remember we're doing this for us not for anybody else and then boom you show up and then you get feedback from people of like oh my gosh you seem so much happier or oh my gosh I love what you're doing or you get no feedback but you feel it in your fucking soul that you're like you give happy. yourself feedback yeah it's so good hobbies are so fucking yeah. important and it you don't have to be good at them. You don't even have to do them for a long time. Just like try. You can do something. it for like a day. And I wrote down like some sometimes some things will stick. Like I feel like for you it's been the piano. For me, mm-hmm. more of a hobby for me has been ambient lighting. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I haven't had re- – I haven't really had something stick. But, you know, I will say though with you, I think of you as having tons of hobbies. That's such a compliment. I seriously do. I think of you as always starting things, doing things, just like I do start trying things, things out. You sure do start. And maybe things. that is my hobby is starting things. Like I'm just here Literally. to say that that maybe that's enough. You know, I think it is. I enough. think that's enough. So that's our that's our take on hobbies. Yeah, um, and 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 with that, I just want to reiterate, like it's literally only embarrassing if you let it be embarrassing. Just yeah. like Hannah said, like I. I struggle with being embarrassed every single day, multiple times a day. I'm literally constantly embarrassed for no fucking reason. Right. And then I like have to like pull myself out of it and be like, girl, it's okay. Like it's literally right. fine. It's your choice to feel embarrassed. Yeah. And also oh, if God. someone else is embarrassed for you, if someone's like, oh my God, you're going to tap dancing classes. And then you're like, yeah. Like, like what's your fucking problem? Literally what's... What's wrong with that? Literally get those people out of your like, life. Like, I love it, you know? I love I showing love up it. to my singular class that I I'm the only person in. I love having a podcast that makes my family want to cut me off. That is I love literally. It. I think that's also a really big change for me is I used to tell people, oh, I have this stupid little hobby. My stupid, stupid, stupid self started stupid this ugly hobby. ass podcast. You wouldn't want to listen it, to it. You it's don't want to listen. It sucks revolting. ass. And that sounds dramatic, but that's literally like what I would say. <laughs> like, it was so terrible. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I have a podcast. It's so much fun. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It gets me so excited. I do it with my best friend. You should listen. I will say it's not for everybody but I don't take offense. Yeah. Like that's normally what I say. And the the feedback is so much different when you preface it with like, oh my God, I love this thing that I'm doing. Right. What are they going to say? You shouldn't? Yeah. Like that's embarrassing. Like I always am just like, it is so, it, it brings me so much joy. I'm so glad I did this for myself. And that's what a hobby is. It's, I mm-hmm. like it. Nobody else Literally. has to like it or that you do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I had somebody, I was at a party the other night. I was talking to this girl. I don't know her very well. She's like friends of friends of friends, but she's listened to the podcast before. And she was like, honestly, I got to be transparent. Like I don't listen to podcasts. Like they're just not my thing, which I totally get. But she was like, I heard that you like produce it fully yourself, like you and Hannah. And for the first time ever, I realized, oh my God, we actually are producing something. Yeah. Which, like, 
I just forgot that that's what right. this is. Editing it for six hours there's, and putting it out into the world. There's a production aspect. That is production. Yeah. So now I'm telling people I produce a podcast. There you go. But she there was also go. like, that's so cool, like, that you do it all yourself. And, like, for the first time ever, like, oh, my God, it is cool that we do You're this. You're like, wait and a I'm minute. Wait really a damn minute. And I take no offense in someone not wanting to listen to it. Exactly. But, like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. So just remember mm-hmm. that. Um, how about habits in our 20s? Mm. Now, this is tricky mm. because I think that there is this like intense drive to do everything that you possibly can to get ahead in your 20s. Yeah. I mean, on TikTok, it's literally like every 20-something girl is out here with like mad fucking habits and budgets and meal prep plans Mm -hmm. and they're reading the books that's like I what I wish I knew in my 20s and all this shit and it's so stressful because for so long like I was like I have to like write all this down yeah and I have to like take hold of this and I need to get ahead and do it in this way yeah and and I've I mean how many fucking times have you tried to do these habits to like be the it girl like I've tried so many many fucking times I've tried to get up early and do runs like I've tried to do meal plans and this and that and like one it's excruciating Mm -hmm. and it takes all the joy out of life at least for me I know some girls like it but like for me that is truly (laughs) horrific I don't know if they do it might be it might be I don't know what that is I won't I won't diagnose but anyways I think there's so much pressure to do that. And the most at peace I've found is just finding the things that are fully helpful to me. And that come naturally, and doing them no? That come naturally. Well, I do, I do want to say that like sometimes things are uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, they're, like I don't want to naturally do skincare. Like right. I fucking don't want to wash my face. I don't want to brush yeah. my teeth. Like, yeah. But I think that you kind of have to push yourself to do sure, some of those sure. things. And some days, you know, you just can't. And I don't sometimes. But I don't know. I feel like I it's, you got to find that sweet spot of like it's a little bit uncomfortable and it's a little bit pushing yourself, but it ultimately brings you more joy and it's something that you consistently do. Like yeah. I think that's the most important part is like if you can do something consistently, then do it, you know? Yeah. And I would like to argue, and I don't know if this is psychological – I, I think I'm taking this, I'm about to take this way deeper than it mm-hmm. needs to go. So just no, I love when you do buckle that. in for the ride. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking by the time you're 20, I think your habits are already formed. And what we're under the belief of is that you. this is when you, you're starting to create them. Baby, mm-hmm. they're already done. Like they're already set in stone. I feel like at least this was the truth for me. Like it, and I think you can change them. I think you can, but you just have to do a lot of work because I think your natural habits and what comes naturally to you as a habit is what you've been doing for your whole life. So then once you move out and you're in your twenties and you're doing your own thing, you don't suddenly just like start over and like pick what you want your life to be and like start running and start cooking Mm-hmm. And start mm-hmm. being the it girl. Like it just, it doesn't work that way. But do you think that the it girls were literal like fucking it girls in middle school getting up, going on a run, doing their makeup, doing their routine, going to school, coming back home, doing their I don't know. Like, do you think that- I think they might I have been that... the type to, to cook and, and run. I don't know. At the age of eight, eight or nine, you think, I think they were cooking I think and maybe, running? I think they were probably running at the age of 16 and, and probably cooking for themselves. The it girls, the actual it girls, I feel like are so few and far between. They're the type of girls that did have it together in high school. Maybe. I, I definitely agree with like, it's not like you just like turn 20 and then boom, you're on your shit. Like that's ridiculous. And I do think that there are some things that are a part of your childhood. But then I think about like myself and I'm like, I never cooked really growing up right but when I moved out I became a cook and I so it's just me me that's what we're saying (laughs) no I just think that I just think that like it's totally fine to be like this is my habit and I don't want to be someone who cooks and cleans yeah I just think or not clean sorry cooks and 
uh, runs. Right. But I do think that like you could if you really wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? I, I don't, don't know. know. I feel like I've spent a lot of my 20s trying to push past the I don't cook and I don't run to be a, a cook and a runner. Yeah. And it yeah. and I've tried for so long that I feel like I finally settled on let me find another way to move my body and let me find another way to feed myself because this isn't, yeah, yes. it's it's well, not no. working. But I think that that's maybe not like a habit. That's literally just what you want to do. Right. Like if you wanted to create a habit where you ran every day, you absolutely could. Yes. It's, it's you just that I don't want to, I think. But it's, I don't want to f- phrase it as like a discipline thing. Mm. And it's not a fucking discipline thing. Like it's not like, oh, well, if you're not a runner, that means you're not a disciplined person or whatever. Like, sure, no, yeah. like, I just don't want to waste my fucking time on running when there's plenty of other things that I could do that would be a better habit for myself, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I think it's more like priorities. Yeah, totally. And and maybe know. that's another, another layer deeper is that in mm-hmm. my mind, what habits are and societally what habits should be is that you cook for yourself and you go running every day. Right. And that doesn't have to be your habit. I still have habits that are healthy for myself. They're just neither cooking nor running. So maybe those, those need to be more celebrated perhaps. I think that that's, I think that's exactly what it is, is that it's like, we literally have this like it girl mentality going around where it's like, you need to cook and clean and run and it needs to be a perfect Sunday reset and life needs to be. And mine's like, I keep a journal in my Honda Civic. And sometimes whenever I'm at a red light, I pull it out and I write down some affirmations for myself, you know? Yes. And And that is a good habit. It's a good habit, but it's, you know, just, just whatever habits are your habits, I don't know. I think they're already set in stone. It just lean into those. If there's mm-hmm. something that you really want to change, you've got to really want to. Yeah, and then it's just a but different maybe, priority. Maybe that's preaching to the choir. Maybe you already knew that. So Maybe you already knew maybe that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely not a runner, but I've had to be a runner for right. the Army. And that's that's so forced, That's a forced habit. So forced do you habit. feel like it's become personal, though, for you? Like you do no, it on I, your own I, I do. I feel like I've had to for responsibility reasons of like, I have to be able to run two miles next week. But it's a not a personal pace. habit. But it's not a personal habit. It's never been a joy. It's never been a whatever. And that's interesting to me. Because it's like yeah. you've done it for so many so times long. for so Literally long. Literally five years. And I've it's not like you'd ever runner. wake up and be like, I'm going to go for a run because I love myself. And I've never resonated with people who like running which is interesting so maybe it is maybe it is set in stone and i'm just not a runner right. like i don't know i don't know if if you were born a runner and i i do mean this in all seriousness can you write into the podcast seriously we'd love to have fuck? you on we'd love to interview you yeah i'd love to kiss you on the mouth honestly <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus um anyways Okay, another really big thing that I've had to learn in my 20s, and I'm still learning, this is not going over easy for me, is letting go of assigning worth to what I produce in the world Mm. and literally just being okay with myself as a human being, no matter what I produce. And I think that this is really hard, particularly for the like suck up slash star student of the world which was very much me like growing up in elementary school and everything. Like I was always like a striver. I would like go to the AP classes and do all this shit. And I, I think it's really hard not to feel worthy in those situations. Like that is exactly what they want you to feel is they want you to, if you're an A student, they give you extra love, you know? And so that's where you kind of assigned that worth to what I, produced whether that was getting grades or joining the military or just like having these little fucking stickers on my stupid sticker chart yeah like it made me a good person and I really 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 wanted to try to let go of that when I got to my job because I wanted to just do my job get in get out and take care of myself and not just like give into this like corporate world and corporate mentality which there's a time and a place to like grind and like get down to business. But like, that's not 
right now in yeah. my fucking nine to five. It's eight thirty to six, but who's counting? Your grind um, should be healing yourself and yeah, your grind should be in taking yourself. care of yourself yeah. and finding what you want to do in the world and loving yourself and all these things. And so, anyways, I just have had such a difficult time with taking away my worth from what title I have or yeah. what I produce and. I feel like it's hard in your job too because you have metrics and you have a certain Mm -hmm. number that you have to meet every month. And it's, it's like a, um, a dance mom's pyramid. And I want to be that, that top star. You want to be the top of the pyramid. I I thought I could just let it go. Like I, I was going into the workforce being like, I'm just going to let this go. Yeah. What? Like, I can't just let that go. I've been a star student for 20 years of my life. Like I can't just let it go. And, and I'm realizing that there's a lot of like shame in my life and a lot of like just not believing myself as a good person yeah. because I assign it to everything else, not just to myself as a human being. And one of like the affirmations I always say is like, I am loved for who I am, not for what I produce. Yeah. And I mean, I'll tell you when I can fucking believe it, but for <laughs> right now it's not there. But I that is definitely something that like my 20s has hit hard with. Yeah. And when you're like working a job and you're watching everybody else go get their own jobs and you're watching every like, for me, it feels kind of like all my hard work didn't pay off, if that makes Mm. sense, because I'm working with people that didn't have to do all the things that I had to do to be in the same spot as me, if that makes sense. And so I'm kind of having to like reconcile with maybe I didn't have to join the military to right. like get ahead. And I, and I think I told myself for so long that all this hard work is going to pay off. And I do think that in some capacity, I'm learning really amazing skills and this and that, and it will pay off and da, 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 da. But like it, maybe it doesn't even need to pay off. I'm sure that's so frustrating to you too, though, because I feel like you're probably thinking all the time about that, to, you know, what everything that you've done to be in this position. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't even matter. Like you might as well just let it go. But then the thought keeps coming up. But then, I mean, that must be so frustrating. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I I feel like something that I've talked about before is the whole forgiving yourself for past mistakes or past decisions. Yeah. And I, I think about that a lot with like choosing to go to college or choosing to join the military. And whenever I get into these like big emotions about, oh my God, why the hell did I do this? Once I like deconstruct the situation and I realize, okay, go back to who you were in that moment, Mm -hmm. look at all the information you had in front of you, the best option, unfortunately, was to join the military. So that's what you did. And it's so hard to just keep forgiving yourself for the same mistake over and over again. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have kind of that issue of having your worth be directly correlated to who you are and what you can say you've done. Your metric success your metrics and all these things and it's like it is weird because it's like no one cares what degree you had no one cares what grades you got no one gives a fuck about that stuff they care about who you are as a person so now you have to like look deeply at yourself and be like oh god am I a good person am I just a decent human being yeah (laughs) so yeah I don't know do you struggle with that at all I definitely do. Like, do you feel like you are a good person if you take all of these things away? Like, if you take all of your, all the metrics and, like, the army and your degree and, like, all of that, like, do you feel like at your core you are a good person? I think I less struggle with that thought and more struggle with being a boring person. Like, being Hmm. a, I'm not unique, I'm not important. Yeah. I think is what I think. Yeah, that's interesting. so I, I, w- I would say that probably closely correlates to not feeling like a great person if you don't think you're important. <laughs> but sure. It's not sure. good. But I feel like, I mean, my my like personality type, I feel like I, I don't know, I've always been fine like taking the backseat and like that sounds so right. sad, but like, yeah, that's just like who I am as a person is like all, I feel purpose in the fact that I'm just like, on the earth like doing the things that people have done for like thousands of years and like coming to whatever conclusions I come about in in the world I don't know like that is so fucking beautiful I know yeah because I'm the opposite I'm like I better make a difference I know I better be the best I can be like it's like crazy I which I think is like 
that's just but genuinely like, I feel like we were born differently you know like I don't yeah, think yeah. that that was like taught to either of us like and and I think that that is your purpose in this world is to fulfill that for yourself and mine is I don't know that's just my belief about it all mm-hmm. I feel like we were just I, don't know. Born I think your way is different. way healthier I'm thinking I don't know that it would work for everyone though if everyone takes it back <laughs> we do need some people to take a front seat here <laughs> yeah I don't know that's so interesting god I really thought I was gonna have advice on this matter but I'm realizing I'm still struggling girlies. still, still struggling. struggling maybe once maybe once we're 30 maybe once I'm 30 we'll god, I hope. <laughs> um okay moving on Let's hit long-term relationships. I know there's probably not a ton of people listening who have long-term relationships. Mm. I'm cutting that out. That sounded so fucking annoying. Oh my God. Probably not a lot of you. Uh, Yeah, I kind of ruined my entire being just to date somebody. To sell my pussy out on the weekend. I was like, I was really. I was driving so much back and forth, back and forth. Um, I don't know about you, but do you hold any, like, I don't want to say embarrassment, but like, do you feel like you have to qualify the fact that you are in a long-term relationship with people at this age? I do only for the fact, since we've been together since we were fairly young, that I feel like people have the automatic assumption if you've been with your like high school sweetheart or someone that you met from your hometown or something that you like never knew yourself. And so I always and never experienced and never experienced world. being alone yes. and like all of that and like yes. developing your own personhood. And so I feel like if I'm introducing like how we met and everything, I always say we were long distance for four years, you know? Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like that's just like I am my own person and a lot of the person that I am is because we were not together all the time hardly any of the time so yeah I feel the same way I think I've had definitely a ton of difficult conversations with people where it's like they'll point blank be like oh my god like so you've never been with somebody else or whatever and one I'm like damn none of your fucking business right you don't know who I fucking been (laughs) um and two it's like I think that in a lot of relationships you can't find yourself while you're in them and I, I do get that yeah but I feel that I'm very lucky to say that I've absolutely been able to find myself within this relationship. Right. And I do owe a lot of that to long distance. And I'm very thankful to like long distance. Yeah. In the moment, it was the absolute death Yeah, of I was going to say, if I was still in it, I would not be, I'm so thankful. I, I, yeah, that I would honestly, if I heard myself <laughs> no. saying this, I would bitch slap I would, her. Yeah, like that 100%. is so fucking annoying. 100%. It was, it's like, not only did you have to learn to be by yourself, but you also had to learn to be by yourself when you were really fucking sad and missing somebody. Right. And then you also couldn't do like coping mechanisms, like going out and getting attention or going sure, out and like, yeah kissing somebody or bringing someone home like there was also like a lot of responsibility in it and I don't know I think I really fucking learned some shit about myself in that time yeah I think also I've had experiences since then where we've been living together and I'm like oh my god I need some fucking time yeah like and then I can go and find myself or take space or whatever and like really dive into who I am and I don't know. Yeah, she even said, she said today, Nathan went to Pluckers. She stayed home, played the piano, read a few books. Yeah. Healthy relationship (laughs) alert. Hello. Healthy relationship. I let my boyfriend go to Pluckers on Saturdays. No, he let you stay home and play the piano on a Saturday. Yeah, true. Who's letting who? Who's letting who? Do what? You know? That's Something to think about. I think something I dealt with a lot in a, in a long-term relationship was the feeling that I was always feeling like I was running out of time because you're just waiting for the weekend. You're on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. already running out of time and then you're not with your friends. So you're running out of time with your friends, much less your family who, who's your parents are growing old and gray while you're away at college, <laughs> but then you're trying to visit the mm-hmm. boyfriend and they don't... They don't understand the boyfriend. They don't get the whole thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. you're always feeling like you're just running out of time. And I feel mm-hmm. like, which recently, this has been my mantra. So I think it, even when you're living with the person, 
This, mm-hmm. this is an affirmation for all of your 20s. The only place I want to be is right here, right now. And anytime mm-hmm. you're feeling overwhelmed or that feeling that you're feeling like you're running out of time, just repeat that to yourself a few times and just be in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Just be wherever the fuck you are. Yeah, I've been feeling like that recently, just running out of time, which I did feel like that on weekends with long distance, but... For some reason right now, it's hitting a lot harder than it What it is to. right Just now like, is the fucking capitalist Christmas shit that I'm like, the cap- holy I, shit, I'm not, I, I have Today, I did my entire fucking garden. I hung up all the picture frames in my brand new apartment. I did Love. all of, you know, I'm doing all of this shit and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm scrolling through that accursed app, TikTok, and they're showing all me it. this all, the Christmas shit. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I should have been decorating for Christmas. Like, what? They're literally this like, day is get wasted. your garland now. Yeah, get your garland get now, your garland or they're gonna run now. out. The greenery's running out. The trees are running out. And then I'm just, you know what? The yeah. only place I want to be right here, right now, my beautiful mm-hmm. garden, my new lights, my picture frames, my comfy couch. It's enough. It's enough. Yeah. Yeah, I've been having such an issue with wanting things. Nathan literally called me out on it today. He's like, you got to get a hold of yourself. (laughs) Like, you have to figure the fuck out. Rain it in right now. What do you want? Because I'm sitting Mm -hmm. here putting all my money away into savings for a wedding that I've wanted that you want since the beginning of time. And I do know I want, but it's so far off that you kind of kind of get into this mindset of like, do I want this wedding or do I want new drapes right do i want this wedding or do i want and and then you have to remind yourself you're so fucking lucky to even have money a choice a choice like this is what you fucking dream yeah and i have such a hard time just like sitting here and being like oh like this is kind of like exactly what you wanted and now you're sitting here wanting more and you're stressing out about about what what you should spend the money that you dreamed of on yeah Mm. yes so difficult and and just pl- I mean the holidays just get so fucking complicated because you you want to give gifts you want to do the whole thing you want you're like I I tell myself I'm like oh it's my first year in a house like I want it to be perfect right. I want all the decorations and then I'm like okay like you also get to just be in this yeah. house like it doesn't have to be perfect and the whole time and it just feels like you're running out of time yeah you're not running out of time and running out of money and everything and you're fucking not and also. I mean, oh my God, we're back on our fucking bullshit, but I have to delete TikTok. Yeah. This is why I deleted it in the first it's place. It's because it makes me fucking Satan. want things that I shouldn't want. It's from Satan. Like, I don't give a fuck about Garland, and then I see a fucking video, and I'm like, I immediately need to buy Garland. What's even more and fucked up is I, I sent you that video. And but I'm telling it. you that you need to buy the Garland, you know? Because I do, <laughs> Right? <laughs> It's so hard. Like, how do you decide what is worth your time and what is not? It really is just, I need to get my head out of the fucking capitalist fucking... We need to ground. We need to be grounded in what we have. And and we need to get back to arts and crafts. I think think so too. Like, why don't we make fucking garland ourselves? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I thought this was going to be more concise, but it's really more just <laughs> and, us. And why don't we get back to arts and crafts? <laughs> and why don't we do that, you know? And why did we stop? And why did we ever let's, stop? Let's pick up arts because and crafts Because the a period hobby. between fifth grade and when you're 23, it is vacant Stark. of hot glue. You know yes. what I mean? There is not glitter. There is not a sticker. There's... When was the last time you used glitter? Yeah. When? When? Name the time. I think that's what we need Name to do. Name the time. Let's yeah. get back I'm into feeling arts better. And Are you feeling I'm, better? I'm already feeling better. I think if I make yeah. that Valentine that I was. I think about maybe it. we start on Valentine's. We, I think maybe yeah, we skip over we Christmas. We're too late. So we're true. too we're, late. We're literally too late. According to TikTok, there's no we way. are too late. Mm-hmm. And we tell everybody else, bitches, why aren't why? you at February? You're too why late. Why are we making the Valentines? Why aren't we doing yeah. that? Oh, God. Anyway. So tell me about, tell me about your family situation. Tell me about how you found family in your 20s. Yes. So what I had, I would say in in my teen years, right, was I had something called 
church. And then I stepped away, as we all know. Um, it's called Hannah Walks Out on God, the podcast episode. It's so good. For reference. Um, so then I stepped away. And turns out you can actually have the same experience outside of church. Shocking. You can just, you can make your own family. You can, you can make a family group chat. Like for me, Hannah is my family. I would say almost takes mm-hmm. priority over my family, even during the, the holidays. We're like already planning Christmas Eve together. She's, she's moving in with us Thanksgiving week. I am. Yeah. So, but it's also like you have to schedule time, I think, for your friends slash family, your friends who become your family. Yeah. You lose so many friends going through college and ending college, yeah. I think. There's there's distance. There's so many different things that kind of like bring people apart. And you can end on a great note or you could have an amazing friend and it just doesn't work out if you aren't scheduling time in. And I think there's this like idea that it's just like easy to have friends yeah. or like it ha- it should be easy. But I mean, has it not been the hardest fucking oh thing to stay friends this long? It's so hard. And it, it's it like always feels like I'm job. not doing enough. Like it Same. always yeah. feels like I could be doing more for my friends whenever I legitimately like don't have the time or haven't planned it or haven't, you know, like, and it's not that you yes. don't want to be friends with people. It's just that everyone moves away. And that's what they don't yeah. tell you when you're 18. So that that's, everyone moves away. That's incredibly emotional it's really sad it's <laughs> really choked up really yeah. sad that's not fucking like, cool but the world is big and everyone has their own dreams yeah. and their own things and there's also this like narrative that you can't choose to be in the same place as your friends mm-hmm. and i mean we've never even thought about this until recently where we're like we actually need to start prioritizing geographically where we right. are like right i'm about to move to you and you're about to move to me yes. because we can't do long distance anymore and that's fucking fine yeah. like i'm proud of us for that but i think that the healthiest our relationship has been and like best our relationship has been has been during this podcast and it's not because of the podcast it's because we speak every single week we literally schedule on a time. scheduled time i think it's really hard to find two sides of that coin that like you want this just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And That's I've definitely been on the side of friendships where... You don't want it as much. I don't want it as much or I want it more than they do. And you feel that. And it's a it's a deep hurt. Like, that fucking sucks. sucks. Like, And it's not that maybe they don't love you. It's just that they have a shit ton of stuff going it's not, on or whatever. There's a priority list for everyone at every yes. point in their life. And it doesn't mean that they don't love you. It's just that you can't be the top priority if they've got other shit. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the biggest thing for like really building your own family is scheduling. It it literally just comes down to like you have to pull up that shared Google calendar and schedule. And it doesn't feel natural to be like, it doesn't feel natural, guys. But you Mm -hmm. literally have to plan like, okay, I have spring break in March I just looked on my academic calendar. <laughs> it's it's not for six months, but I need you to reserve two days for me, you mm-hmm. know, on this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It sucks and it's so unnatural. But if you want to have your church and your community and your family in your 20s, you've got to make a schedule. And I would say it's entirely worth it. Like it, yeah. it really is worth it when you schedule the time. Especially since this is the time where a lot of people start making some boundaries with their family. Extended family, immediate family. A difficult time. I I also saw this TikTok the other day about this girl being like, nobody fucking talks about the dynamic of growing up in a very religious household and then moving in with your significant other. Yeah. And we both went through that. Yeah. We both went through that awkward conversation of it fiscally makes sense. Right. I will be moving in with my boyfriend. Right. And it's awkward and it makes people uncomfortable, but it literally is the best choice for you. Yeah. So do it. And I, it's such a weird dynamic going from that like high school to college to early adulthood. Nathan literally today was like, I just feel like a big kid. I don't <laughs> feel like 
an adult yet. Yeah. I'm just a big kid. Is there a big kid's table? Like, is it, do I have to sit at the kid's table or at the adult table? Literally. It is. It feels so weird. And like, one of the healthiest things I did was like, really, I feel like I set up boundaries with family and being like, this is the time that I can give you. This is what I can give to you as a person. And then also opening up for friends and and more family in that way. I think it just, you can build a bigger family that way. And chosen family is so important. And something that helped me so much was watching some close friends go through losing family Mm -hmm. or setting up boundaries with family where they don't talk anymore or whatever. And like seeing them build family and community within just friends and being like oh my god I can be that for you and you can be that for me and it it almost feels healthier than anything because you get to set up boundaries and like you get to have conditions on on how you treat each other and I don't know like letting go of the like well we're family so we have to bend over backwards to do a Thanksgiving dinner together exactly when no no one wants to be you absolutely don't it's no it's fucking awkward for everyone yeah and going along with that actually if you're creating your own family in your 20s you can also create your own traditions if every Christmas Eve you want to decorate a tree on the side of the road with your best friend like you can do that I'm not saying I do that but I might start this year that sounds wonderful I'd love to be involved like you can yeah. make, you can read a, a Christmas picture book with your boyfriend. I mm-hmm. don't know. Like you can, you make your own family, you make your own traditions and they don't have to be traditions that have been going on for generations and generations. Like mm-hmm. I want to say it was like 19 years old. I started making this Christmas pie for Christmas. This like chocolate. Yes. Yes. The chocolate yeah, and pie. See, even you know, it's my little mm-hmm. tradition. It's more of a tradition with myself. I brought it up the other day. Colton goes, you make a Christmas, a chocolate Christmas tart. I was like, um, have you not seen it for the past five years? I guess that, I guess, I guess it was it's overlooked. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can make your own fucking traditions and your own family and there's no rules. There's no rules. So yeah. just do it. Exactly. That's a very redeeming experience in your twenties. I think. I think so too. Let's talk about money. <sighs> Love it, hate it. Love it. What it does is it, it. is it comes and it goes. But every mm-hmm. time I've stressed about it, wasted my time. I think, yeah. honestly, that's all I have to say. There's a few things that I've never regretted <laughs> buying or mm-hmm. doing. And what are those? I think I can confidently say a couple. Ambient lighting. Never regretted yes. buying it. Always. Um, a warm meal with the bros. Never once a regret. Literally. I've never gone out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm getting a cold meal, you know what I mean? Sometimes cold if the me- meal? If, if I'm getting a cold cut sub, actually, I don't know if I've regretted spending money on a cold cut either. Oh, yeah. A meal with the bros, it's not really something you regret spending your money no. on. It's not a waste. You won't regret it. Gifts for other people. I've always spent like a lot of money on gifts for other people. Never have I been like... Yeah give it back. I regret it. Never once. God, that was a mistake. Never. Never once. And especially I've never regretted buying trips. I've never regretted Mm -hmm. going on a trip. Even when I quite literally had no money for gas. I mean, when I was at my lowest of lows financially, the emergency credit card together, I'm going on a road trip. You know, I've never regretted it. Yes. So yeah, I, I definitely think that the early 20s, mid 20s, it's very financially rocky. Mm-hmm. It's it's ups and downs. It's getting maybe your first income and figuring out how to fucking spend money. Right, then for the it's first a lot time. of money. It's so many different things. And I feel the same way that like most of the times that I've absolutely been so stressed, crying, freaking out, it's worked out. Yeah. I know that that's also privilege. Like I know there's definitely 100%. times out there that for some people that just it sh- literally doesn't work out. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. But if it's like your run of the mill financial stress, right. like anxieties and stuff like that, I've always had enough just for the things that I actually need. And I feel like that kind of goes back to like the community you have. Mm-hmm. I have really amazing people in my life that I think would always spot me. And like, I think about us when we would be like, 
we were so fucking poor. We were so like, poor. We would have like, we would have like eight. Her stepdad bought a lot account. of coffees for me. That's all I'm saying. I would sometimes have money, and I would we would go out for coffee, or she would sometimes have money, and she'd spot me, and like we would just go back and forth and just like go out with the bros, yeah. and it was always worth it, and it was always fine, and we were always so extra thankful, and it was also a gift. So like, literally yeah. all those things, and yes, the trips. I mean, I only have perfect memories from trips and not about I have no stress about money yeah so I also think that yes it's good to save early on and get used to saving early on and I'm all about like setting yourself up for success but at the same time you're literally like a few years out of your teenage years so just chill the fuck out we're good if you don't have a Roth IRA just (laughs) yet no worries. It's all like right. we will get also, there. Also, I know this is morbid, but there's literally no promise that you're gonna live to 80 years old. So yeah, if we are every single day thinking about our retirement, I think we're doing. I don't think that's wrong. the point. I don't think that's. I don't the think point. that's the point. Anyway, yeah. What's some stuff we yeah. fucked up on in our 20s? Something that comes to mind immediately would be my taxes. <laughs> and that's so many off times over. the record? Off the record. the IRS. That's the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've been doing taxes for myself since I turned, what, 16? Right. Like, and I've been doing them, like, alone. Like, I, I right. it's not like I've It's not like the family the, accountant is stepping we, in. Yeah, we don't do, no. we don't do family vibe no. tax moment. Like, I've been doing the taxes. And I've had a very difficult time because I was on, like, scholarships. But, like, if you get scholarships from, I'm actually not going to get into this. It's literally so annoying. <laughs> it's literally so boring, but it's just fucked up, okay? It's just fucked up. But anyways, I owed $5,000 in taxes out of absolutely nowhere this last time I did taxes. It scared the fucking bejesus out of me. Um, sob cried, laughed cried mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. Then I got on a call with an accountant, God bless him, <laughs> and he was like, literally we're fine like don't even stress we figure something out so i would just say that like the adults don't even know what they're doing with taxes so like chill the fuck out they're not gonna come after you you're literally 18 years old you're not making enough money that the government is concerned in any capacity definitely pay them try try pay them do your do your best. Do your and, best. And let me just say, as someone who has who has missed the mark for the last <laughs> four years in a row, this is all that happens. They're gonna they're gonna send you something in the mail. It might not get to you. They'll send it again. You'll get it probably. Hopefully. And it's gonna say you really fucked up. You owe us another four hundred dollars, and interest is accumulating. <laughs> and you just it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be like shit. The accumulation is so low, guys. We're talking cents. <laughs> so just chill out, and whenever you can come up with the money, pay it. This go-around, I was about $600 short. I got on the phone with the, it. Just, it, it, it was it my works fault. Anyway, itself out. I paid it. I'm, I'm talking six or seven months later, and the interest was only a few dollars. There so we just go. don't stress. You're good. Vote Democrat. Okay? Normally they raise right, taxes. Right. You know, it all we don't know too much about politics. Let me actually. We, I resent. We don't know. I resent. I resent. But what we do need to do is on this Thursday, which will be the tenth. Oh shit! It's too late to vote. Um, I was gonna say you should vote, but it's too late. You should have already <laughs> voted, guys. If this you is, didn't fucking I mean, vote, I'm I'm sorry for you. You piece of you shit, piece mother of fucking I'm just shit, kidding. motherfucker. Just, just get kidding. out there next year. Next year. And you know what? I know it's stressful. It's okay. We, they don't. We, they don't teach people how to vote, and I think that's purposeful. Yeah, yeah. They don't want you out there at the polls, especially <laughs> in Texas. It's getting very difficult. There's not very I many just places heard, to uh, vote. Donald's running again, so it'd be good if if you got registered. Oh, Donnie, it'd be good. I'm thinking prioritize registration, registration. guys. Voter registration. Voter registration. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another thing oh. that I fucked up on was yes. picking my career. Um, oh, 
It's so hard. It's isn't so, it? and it is so hard that something they don't tell you is you can actually go to school for four years for something mm-hmm. you assume you're very passionate about. Turns mm-hmm. out you hate it. So yeah. you can do it again. Don't worry. That's all I'm here to say. You can try again. Try if at first you don't succeed. Try, 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 try again. Try, try again. And <laughs> and also, I would even I would even say that. I mean, you got hit with a global pandemic, right? I more more than one and of us. And you bounced back, and, and I like, bounced back, baby. And, you know baby, what? <laughs> I bounced back. Yeah, the absolute love and trust I have in you mm. as a career girl, like, thank you. You really did bounce. And back. And what I'm thinking too is is what I've really mostly in, liked the whole time was school. So I'm thinking if. If you don't end up finding a job you like, you can just keep actually going back to school. If you, yeah, if academic stop. validation's what you need, the universities and the community colleges are there to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no mm-hmm. age limit on education. And if you're stressed about the finances, girl, join the military. Yeah. They, pay, yes. they pay for it. Yes. Life hack. At life <laughs> hack. Life join hack. the army. Uh, five minute crafts. Join the army. Five. Go to community <laughs> college. Everything's paid for. You sign your life away. It's fine. That's so funny. Yeah, you really can just start afresh. Start over. Mm. It's no problemo. So what are you looking forward yeah. to in your 30s? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, I think, travel. I think to just know myself better. Um, to be less concerned about what other people think. I really hope I can learn that by my mid-30s. Yeah. I think I'm pretty excited to be married. Aw, wifey era. I think. Wife era. That's so think, cute. Like something, That's so cute. <laughs> I think something that the two biggest things that I've found in my 20-something years that I love is, one, being in some sort of leadership role in whatever capacity that is. I love working on a team. I love solving problems with other people and like helping people. So I hope to be in some sort of leadership role. And then what you were born to do. I hope. And then I think that I've more recently found this with like the podcast, but like building some sort of community, giving back in some way, connecting with other women, Mm. like that has been hands down the most exciting part of my 20s. And so if I can do that, do more of that, figure, I, I don't yeah. know, something in that capacity. I, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, same thing. I feel like I think it's just grade level A narcissism. But to think that I have <laughs> something to offer a younger generation, a mentorship of younger women. God, yeah. I don't know if that's just feeding into my ego. But I think that would be good in my 30s to pick up a young 20-year-old like myself, sling her along for the ride, tell her what it's about. That would feel good. That would feel good. So I think I I definitely see a mentoring young woman in my future. Um, Mm -hmm. I also, I did write this list when I was a little bit drunk, but I wrote (laughs) reinventing yourself, dot, 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 bored. Okay, so switch everything up. Then do it again. If you hate it, who's stopping you? So I could just become right (laughs) reinventing yourself. Hello, Um, yeah, I could totally do that in my thirties. I could totally see myself having a new era of. You know what I'm really excited for is like having a personalized style. I was just thinking of that. I was like, what if I do something crazy with my style? Yeah, what if I just like hire somebody to teach me how to have a fucking style and then run with it and then be that like cool hip woman who just like wears things that like accentuate her hips? Like I was I thinking I go full like emo screamo in my That's fine. I don't know. I could explore yeah. that, you know? I you could explore I don't yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love. love. I'm, I'm thinking more chic, casual, right. but I'd love the dichotomy of us together. That That'd be would awesome. be a good duo. Um, I'm also thinking we could, in my 30s, I could move somewhere insanely far away, which actually might happen yeah. sooner than my 30s. But I'm thinking of another over the pond. Over the pond. Um, 
I could learn a new language. I could fall back in love with myself, the new emo screamo version of myself. I could fall yeah. back in love with my partner because I feel yeah. like if you move to a different place, you're a different person. Yeah. No, that could true. be so fun. Maybe we'd be like so horny we'd like have a kid. Maybe one, but also maybe not. And and that's interesting that you think that having a child is purely out of horniness. <laughs> In my emo <laughs> screamo era. Um, yeah, I'm actually not liking where this is going. No, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really, I'm what I did was I took something and I ran with it. But what I'm really <laughs> thinking of for my 30s is I'm thinking I'm going to spend the rest of my 20s and all of my 30s healing myself like it's my goddamn job, you know? I'm oh, going to be so yeah. healed. I'm going to like go oh, on like yeah. a silent meditation retreat. retreat. We do ashwagandha. Yes. Yes. We do the whole, or is it ashwagandha? What is it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. We're going to be so mixed up with the fucking supplement. healed. We're going to be so yeah. healed. You know what I, I forgot to mention is I'm, I'll be, I'll be clean out of the military. Oh, so true. No strings This is attached. your life. This is your rebirth. I'm going to be rebirthed. We're going to have the biggest party What if we have a party where you are rebirthed and we reenact a birth? (laughs) I think that'd be so on brand. And so, I think it would stir the pot. I'd love it. We'll cover you in colostrum. We'll have you come out of a a dark door. You're Mm -hmm. wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. Naked. Love. Love. Perfect body. Um, anything else for your dreams Um, for your thirties? I think that the most exciting part is I have absolutely no idea what's in store. It's beautiful. And I was talking to Nathan today and we were on a walk and we were like, this is absolutely insane that we have no fucking idea what our future holds. We don't know if we're going to have kids. We don't know if we're going to live in a house. We don't know if we're going to be here or there or in Europe. We don't know if we'll be parents. Like, we literally don't know anything. We don't know how much money we'll That's have. That's so fun. Like, literally, we have, we have no idea. And it's it's petrifying and it's terrifying and it's really hard not to get hung up yeah, on. for sure. But at the same time, it is so exciting. And I, I try to take hold of that. That's so, so fun, too, because it's like you that. don't know who you'll be, but you know you'll be together. You know what I mean? It's so That's romantic. That's romantic. What about you? What What is your dream? Um... I mean, I think we have your rebirth party. Yeah, top of the list. Moved to Europe. I mean, I feel like I said my dream. Um, I'm excited to live near you. Yeah, definitely a dream. And if that doesn't happen before 30, I mean, I'll just... We are... Something's wrong. I might not make it until 30. You know what I mean? Drastically wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, this was actually very fun and very healing. It was. Uh, my final note, actually, I have two final notes. I hope that's not too much Perfect. for y'all. I think what I've been learning is that you don't really awake. Like, I feel like whenever I was in high school, I was like, my dream is to move to California because that's where my extended family lived and the weather was nice when I visited. And that's the only other place that I knew. So that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I could dream about, right? And now... Mm-hmm. I feel so awake to the world and to all of my possibilities. And I say that that was at the hand of one money, which is sad, but true. Once you have money, you realize Mm -hmm. how possible everything is. And then also once you're out of like the survival mode, once you're out of your childhood trauma home and all of that shit that goes along with that. And then you're like, in dreamer mode and you're like oh my god my dreams just i like my dream is not to move to california anymore my dream is like so much fucking bigger so i feel like my my biggest advice to someone who's in their 20s is that your dreams will keep getting bigger so let them Mm -hmm. change just invent a new dream every year you know it's gonna get big that's such that's such a good point because that's exactly what it was is when you're young and when you don't know that much about the world, it's so much easier to pick. I mean, we were wanting to be doctors when we were 15. Right. Like the the it was so much smaller and now we know we know there's so many more jobs out there. We know there's so yeah. many more passions to have, places to live, all these different things. And it can feel very overwhelming to know all these things and to not know what you want to do, but it's literally because your dreams are just bigger. Yeah. Now. There's less of a like funnel 
like you literally can do anything now. Yeah. That's fucking crazy and scary, but in the grand scheme of things, it's way more exciting. A hundred percent. Oh, I am feeling rejuvenated. Me too. I did just want to plug really quick that we will be having a pop-up here soon. And I we've brought it up before, but I just want to really reiterate because we want as many people to be there as possible. We did just hire a band, which is so exciting. They're actually very talented. It's kind of like jazz country twang. twang. Like full-blown live band in my backyard. If so you I really need y'all to pull through because it's going to be... me, baby, come Get through. there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because... Because it's going to be good. And there's going to be free drinks and all the things and art and tattoos and hot dogs. All the things that you need Mm -hmm. on a Saturday evening in December. Guzzle a glizzy, do a little two-step, chug a pre-made cocktail, and get a tattoo. I mean, literally name a better day. It's in the neighborhood. So. Low-cow. And you can. Local. low Local. <laughs> um, and you can, I keep thinking I know, you keep I know. saying low calorie. Confused. But it's local. It's yep. local. But anyways, you can buy little gifts for friends there. It'll be, a, it, you can, it, it's going to be perfect. And we need you there. So just reiterating, it is December 3rd. December About 4 p.m. East Austin. Address TBD, but it's also at Hannah's house and her house is absolutely gorgeous. So I think it, you need oh to see God, it. Oh my God, that means so much. I think you need I to think see you it. Need to see it. You can see the podcast set up. Yeah, you can see where we, where the whole, where a the magic happens. A into our world. God, I feel like it might actually, pretty. it might actually, you know, whenever you go to a museum and you think something's going to be really big and then it's really small and it's kind of a, it's yeah. kind of a letdown. Yeah. God, you should see that the office right now is actually... <laughs> so scary and i record here just everyday life guys in our 20s in our 20s love you dearly hope you're making it through we will see you next Next week week. signing off signing off (laughs) 